What's up, everybody? Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of this podcast, The Bible Table. And you know how we do before we even get things kicking off. We want to open up with a prayer. Y'all, if y'all can buy your heads. Dear Lord, thank you for the opportunity to be here to just praise your name. I pray for the listener. I pray for the messenger. Lord, I pray that your will be done through my life. I know your word will not return to you void. I pray for my brothers and sisters in Jesus. I pray for those that are lost. I pray that they find you before it's too late. I pray for my family. And I pray for those that are out there looking for you, but not sure how to find it. In Jesus' name. So, y'all, tonight, you know how it is um, when the Lord puts something on you and you have to share it. And, you know, we already have a duty to um, share the gospel. Um, I'm not a preacher. I'm not perfect by any means. But I am a servant of the Lord, so I have to do what I'm called to do until it's my last day. That I take my last breath. So... It's about 1 a.m. here, and I'm gonna, I'm still going to share this. Um, everybody else is asleep, but I'm still going to share it. If you're tuning in around this same time, or even if you're not, if you're tuning in in the afternoon, I'm still thankful that you took the time to listen. And um, so today's topic is actually about uh, adultery. Um. So let's just be clear what adultery is. Um, I mean, uh, not adultery. I'm sorry. I pronounced that wrong. Idolatry. Idolatry. That's that's uh, not adultery. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lord, forgive me. I, I was saying the wrong word. Um, idolatry. Um, idolatry is anything that takes the Lord's place in your heart. And that's that that can be so many different things um like pornography sex lust liquor um weed relationships anything anything that could take that that you allow to take the lord's place in your heart is idolatry and it's is very serious it's a very serious thing people um and i want to talk about um about what happened, how how idolatry relates to um, uh, what we read about in Daniel. Um, if you don't know what happened in Daniel, um, please take the time to read it. Um, carve out some time to to read that. Um, Nebuchadnezzar, during his time as king. He, he had a golden statue built that he wanted everybody to bow down to. And, you know, during this time, they worshipped many different gods. Um, obviously, not the living, true God. And, there, and, and everyone was bowing down to this image. Now, I just want to say that history is 
is there there is nothing new under the sun history really repeats itself so nebuchadnezzar had um you know said told people like you know when this music plays you hear you are to bow down and worship this 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 image and all the people the nations the languages and you know people they fell down and worshiped the golden image that uh nebuchadnezzar has set up and nebuchadnezzar had it had said that whoever doesn't fall down and worship will be cast into the midst of a burning a burning um fiery uh furnace so basically he was killing people that did not worship the god that he he wanted which was once again not the living true god um you know the father son the holy spirit god jesus christ his son that's not who he was talking about so here's shadrach meshach and abednego they come and they're not afraid they are they are not afraid and they let nebuchadnezzar know that they had no need to answer his matter because you know people were it it people bought it to Nebuchadnezzar's attention that the people that you promoted in this power they're not bowing down to this image or this golden statue like you told everybody else so when he got back to Nebuchadnezzar and he met up with um Shadrach Meshach and Abednego you know they weren't afraid they straight out told him we're not bowing to this image they knew the God that they served. And matter of fact, I'm going to actually read it to you. Um, it's in Daniel 3, 17 through 18. Um, actually, I'm going to back it up just a little bit. Daniel 3, um, 16 through 18. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. Basically, you know, they're telling them, no, we're not bowing down to this image. 17. If that is the case, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from this, from the, from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. And of course, this upset Nebuchadnezzar. Um, feel please uh, do read on, and you will see that um, Nebuchadnezzar had commanded that they turn the furnace up seven times higher to throw them into it. And um, he was furious. But when they went into the furnace, um, um, uh, they seen it was four men. It was four men walking in the midst of the fire and they weren't hurt. Their clothes weren't singed, anything like that. But they seen the fourth was uh, the fourth was the form like the son of God. And Nebuchadnezzar called them out of the furnace. And, you know, from that moment on, he's saying, you know, he changed. He's basically changing his mind. If you continue to read on um, in, in that story and when he called them from out of the midst, he, you know, Nebuchadnezzar was like, there's no other God who can deliver like this. So that like he had a, he, he, I guess he, you know, he changed his mind. But what I'm saying is people is that back, nothing new is under the sun. 
Nebuchadnezzar created this image and people down, bowed down to it. He instilled, he put the fear out there in people. And it's just like now, the news and television or whatever, radio, social media, they're putting that fear out in people. If you don't bow down, if you don't take this, if you're not getting this, you can't enter into this store. It's already stores out there that are saying, you know, if you are fully fully vaccinated, you you don't have to wear a mask. If you if you're not vaccinated, you have to wear a mask. And people are just going for whatever and have no clue what's in it. And they're just going for it. Now I'm not I'm I'm not telling you to I'm what I am telling you to do is that you should pay attention. Pay attention to what's going on. And just think about how it, how it lines up with what's in the Bible. Now, there's just like the Bible tells us in Revelation, there's going to come a time where you cannot buy and sell, buy or sell, unless you have the mark of the beast. But the Bible also tells us that those who take the mark of the beast will it it won't end pretty for you that this but one one before we go um into that um i just wanted to um say say um this verse from the bible um is first corinthians 10 14 where it says therefore my beloved flee from idolatry yeah flee flee from idolatry once again that could be many different things but the main definition is that whatever is taking you allowed to take the place of God in your heart. Now, it, it, it doesn't have to be just celebrities. It can be many different things. So another um, that I want to share with you is Revelations 13 and. Yeah, Revelations 13. Um, let's just say. We can start um, from, let's start from verse 9, Revelation Revelations 13, 9. Um, if anyone has an ear, let him hear. He who leads into captivity shall go into captivity. He who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth and he had two horns like a lamb and stood and um, and, excuse me and spoke like a dragon and he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed he performed great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men now that's that's really powers of darkness um he, he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who wounded, who was wounded by the sword and lived. So if Nebuchadnezzar made an image of gold way, you know, back then, this is the Old Testament, but now we're in the New Testament, um, we're all the way in Revelation and nothing new is un- nothing under the sun is new so if he was able to do it if he did that then and 
the Antichrist is going to make a image just like Nebuchadnezzar did back in Daniel 3. He's going to make an image to the beast and people are going to bow down to it because they're going to let the fear of losing their home or the fear of losing their job walk them right into it. Um, and um, if you just uh, keep on reading, you will see. Um, well, actually, we'll actually jump down to um, 15. Uh, 1315 he was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed so that's already that's like right there people if you do not worship the image of the beast you will be killed and that's that's plain as day that's that's plain as day they are going to kill that's the mark of the beast that's that's how it's supposed to happen. There is no way around it. If you are a real Christian, you know that you are to, if, if you're somebody who's new to the faith, you open up your Bible and you take the time to study. It's not, you're not going to get everything right away. You're not going to understand everything. And, but you do your, you, you study, you start from there. You just study. And uh, Deuteronomy 29, it says that we will not know everything. So, but with that being said, you still study. Um, and, and you gain as much biblical knowledge as you can from your time here with your time here. And if we continue reading, it says in 16, 13, 16 from Revelation, he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads. And that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. So people, the time is coming. Time is short. But you know, if you, you know, you have faith in the Lord Jesus, you trust in his promise, you, you, his promises, you repent, you have faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. We know that this is not our home. We are only a vapor here. We are just passing through. You get, we cannot be afraid in these last, in these last days. Don't let nothing, you be wrapped up so much in something that is where it's more important to you than God, because it's not. But, um, I just want to share a couple more verses with you. Um, if we go to Revelations 14, nine, um, it says, then a third angel followed them saying with a loud voice. If anyone worships the beast in his image and receives his mark on his forehead or in his, on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the lamb and the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image and whoever believe receives the mark of his name so if you receive the mark of the beast you will go to hell you will be tormented and you will be tormented forever and just think you've been down there for a thousand years and it's only the beginning you've been down there a million years and it's only the beginning to just be tortured and tormented 
fear is a lie. Fear, the Lord, I, I pray that the Lord Jesus removes fear from, from out of our lives. We do not walk in fear. We do not let fear. The Lord did not give us the spirit, the spirit of fear and timidness. I pray that same prayer for you, brothers and sisters. The Lord, the the um the uh, Bible verse, uh, Revelation fourteen thirteen. Then I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, "Write, blessed are the dead who die, and the Lord from now on." Yes, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, and their works follow them. Ladies and gentlemen, heaven is a place of no more. You have no more sorrows, no more pain, no more tears. The Lord will wipe the tears away from their eyes. I pray for you, my brothers and sisters, because the time is short. The devil knows that his time is short. So he has to pull every stop that he, he's been doing his best to do. My brothers and sisters, I pray for you. I love you. God bless you. Walk by faith, not by sight. Trust in the Lord Jesus. Repent. Do not be afraid. This is not our home. And I pray for you in these last days. So God God bless you. Be with you. Thanks for tuning in, y'all.